kind of the design strategy was retain as much of all this beautiful um, existing features that are in this building and <coughs> make it fit for purpose for the new purpose but um, keep the modern interventions as kind of minimal as possible and showcase the old um, and these are some images of the other end before the tenant moved in um, when it was briefly used as an arts event um, this is Paul Smith doing a fashion show in there but you can see all the like the lovely trusses the existing building next one <laughs> this one is site T2 and T3 which is this bit here it says under construction it's actually not yet because they haven't got a um, tenant yet so they're just waiting for that for the next stage but it's actually um, an office building that's 200 meters long it's the it's the longest building on this site and it follows the railway at the top it's broken into four pieces to kind of uh, try and mediate the massing a bit because obviously 200 meters is really huge um, and also to provide flexibility so they can kind of let it in different stages design wise we've tried to work in as many roof gardens and green spaces as possible um, obviously with this amount of construction you lose a bit of green space underneath so it's kind of putting all that back and uh, trying to make social spaces in an office environment um, I should also mention this one and also B3 have um, really great sustainability credentials and five pounds square when it was finished was uh, had the highest gram rating in the country which is kind of the assessment for how sustainable a building is and then finally uh, this is a new sports center at site Q2 which would be about here um, and the main driver for this building was the train lines which run from King's Cross here they come underneath the canal under Midlands Good Shed and then straight on up here but they're actually rising at this point so when you get to this site they're actually only a metre and a half below the surface of the ground so we had to be so careful about what we actually would build on this site um, because that's the live train tunnels Piccadilly line none of it would be closed when this, this would be built um, so we actually decided what we would build the structure out of so this is cross laminated timber um, entirely cross-laminated timber structure which is very lightweight um, and it's also a really beautiful material that we wanted to uh, expose um, and try and make this building as inviting as possible because it's a community sports centre um, we want to bring in everybody from all around not just King's Cross but particularly like the edge communities that aren't particularly like part of here, part of um, the new development. Um, so the idea was, look, let's have lots of windows, lots of social spaces, cafes, that kind of thing to try and um, get people to come in and enjoy the space. So this one is also in the pipeline, should be getting started next year um, on site, as yet it's just a building site. So that's kind of All at once, which is really interesting, because I think... Um, Sometimes that can be quite one of the trickiest things about regenerate, like these big regeneration projects, is that often it's a lot of change under a very condensed period of time, and that means it's a bigger shock to the system, I suppose. Where we, as I don't know, as human beings, we're built for that, are we? We're, we're ready for little bits of change and, and uh, things to evolve naturally and develop organically so I think that's why sometimes it can feel like oh we just lost all this stuff and oh we've got all this new stuff but actually you know what's, what's really interesting is that the developments are fantastic and really exciting and they offer you know like 
thing you're talking about, about the green, you know, low, um, low carbon and introducing green space into areas, you know, this is great stuff. And I think it's about sort of how we see projects like this on a bigger scale and sort of how it's feeding into a community and how do we keep the community involved and give them ownership over it. That's the big challenge, isn't it? It's like, how do I, I we think do that? One of the difficult things what you're saying of course is that what makes this site very unusual is that the majority of it if not all of it is out of bounds to the public beforehand it's not like a place that many people actually knew because all of it was pretty much the railway land and the railway lands was fenced off it was a working area where thousands of people worked round the clock and so obviously we're looking at an area that actually, and of course, not only once the railway land ceased, once that community had gone and once the roads came in, you didn't need to bring all the goods down by rail and obviously the coming of the motorway and the coming of the aeroplane and all these things meant that obviously it lost its role. But it decayed and it became a sort of a, a weird twilight zone of a place. You know, I remember there was like these weird clubs going on. There was a golf range. You know, really? What was a golf range? It was like 24-hour golf It was mad place. You know, it was really strange. Huge prostitution. If you think of Goods Way, you know, what was going along here. You know, the first um, direct public prostitutions. He was actually nicked for, 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 um, for you know, having for cruising. And it was really seedy, seedy, seedy. And so, obviously, what you're looking at is this amazing transformation. And, of course... You know, for me, you know, having started the Kingsworth Voices project before this was built, when this was still the remnant of that old world, obviously it's kind of weird thinking about this new landscape that has evolved. Of course, that isn't quite gated, but you know, it has the security guards. You know, for example, you know, your microphone. I've done lots of recordings over here. Two minutes for the microphone. You're nabbed on the private space. It's not private space. It's not public space. Yes, that's yeah. very strange. So of course, yes, there's all these wonderful walkways, but somehow you can only do what you're told to do. There is a feeling. But I, you know, I would argue slightly yeah, differently. Yeah. And I think that the way it's been built. Um, has influenced a lot of what's happened. Um, initially, the housing, especially the, um, the, the social housing, was um, very much comes at the end of the process, that it's all under Section 106, and it came from, because of the downturn that we had in the, you know, the early, early part of the century, the housing got built first. The housing got built because there was somebody who wanted it, i.e. the housing associations. So it got built first. The University of the Arts, that was there was a there was a tenant for that. So the University of the Arts, the granite, the square in front of it, all of that, that was all there and people started using it. People started using it before all of this went up. So now, you'd be hard pushed to stop people going into Granary Square. You'd be hard pushed to stop the families who live in all the social housing not having their kids running through those fountains. I've been in Granary Square at, you know, nine o'clock at night and seen whole families with little kids running up and down in the fountains because they consider it to be theirs, because they were there before these buildings were built. And what's interesting, I and mean, I, that's a, and, and something a GLA would say, like if you have those key anchor tenants, 
those key big institutions and organisations which have that community as community as a big user, a big, very public facing organisation, yeah. then suddenly you start to get a sense of ownership and then there is this interesting conflict between private space that appears public or feels like yeah. it might be public because it has public thoroughfare and public use and yet isn't and then where are the etiquettes of how that space is used and how it can be provided to the public in a way that they feel like they can use it. Uh, it's very interesting, it's all a very interesting area. What is also interesting, you talk about the downturn, there was a moment when it could have gone belly up. You know, you know they were very fortunate that the University of Arts flogged their site, Charing Cross Road and in Southampton Road, just to get the money to be able to buy that. Because if that hadn't gone ahead, nothing, I don't think Google yeah. would be here today. And, and, and also, I suppose, what it was pretty central. It was very central to the whole plan. And what is very positive, I think, and on, you know, on, on a very positive side, is if you think of what happened at Gotham Development Corporation over in East London. Um, when you think of the first buildings in were bankers, were, were um, people involved in the financial industry, the extension of the city, which had a very different vibe to the vibe that was going to be created here. Which was obviously going to be a creative vibe. You know, you've got the, you know, you've got the major arts hub as your anchor. Yes. Then obviously it's a very positive statement, and they were very fortunate to get that. And it wasn't. I think that's absolutely right. And I think that was a very big. Some of the other people that are coming in, I think uh, as well. It's it's very it, 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 it's 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 pretty it's pretty important. And people like Google coming in who actually are prepared to spend a lot of money on buildings. I mean, I, I, I just make me, it does make me laugh that this, what's now going on this site is the second building. And they went through the whole planning process, architectural design, the whole thing. Um, you, you know, even the models that they bring to planning committee are like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds. And then I just said, Google obviously looked at it and went, we haven't spent quite enough money yet, let's start again. <laughs> and they've done the whole thing over again with a brand new building, which I hope this one will go up. But it's very interesting, you know, to get people in like that. The Aga Khan Foundation yeah, is yeah, coming yeah, in. Yeah, right, they will yeah. be spending money on their buildings as, as well. So, it, it, you know, it, there's been some luck. about there, aren't they? Yeah, there's been some, there's been some the luck. The Khan Foundation, what, what sort of buildings are they going to be bringing to it? Uh, it's all mostly educational, educational sort yeah. of from stuff. part of his yeah. of, Islamic uh, ed education. No, 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 it's all sorts of different it's, stuff. It's called, they, they've got, they've got a lot of yeah. stuff all over London, does. and they're yeah. kind of yeah. bringing it all in here. And then a lot of the heritage, and you're absolutely right. There was a lot of fight to keep a lot of their heritage. But when we get up there, when you see the flats that are in the gas holders, you can't believe it. I cannot believe really? that they've managed Where the to gas do holders were, I, I, Well, they've built flats and put the gas inside the they gas holders or the more bricks. They've put the... They had to put, move all of them. Yeah, yeah they've yeah. all moved. But yeah. they've built buildings and then put the gas holders around them and they just look they like the they've there. already... They've yeah. always been there. I mean, yeah. it's, quite, it's quite incredible. And we have lost stuff, but actually the balance, I think, is... It's pretty good. You can't, you can't, you can't keep, you can't keep everything. Um, what I might say now, because we've overrun and I, I know people need to get going, uh, is thank you very much, everybody, especially uh, people who were here from the whole thing as well. So thank you. Um, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I'm, my brain is flowing with so much new information, and I think it's going to take me a few days to absorb it all. Um, 
if you need to go, go. If you uh, want to stay and continue talking to one another, that would be wonderful. Uh, if anybody wants to come up to Five Bank Square, then... That's a very nice offer, and I'll, also you I'll are offering to take people over there as well, but I'm just aware that we've gone past one o'clock, and you probably have things you need to do. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for coming. I hope you've had